Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. It was Sunday noon. The day was sunny and bright. Wakefield, scrubbed, polished, and wearing its best hat, was on the way home after services. Peggy and Bill Mead strolled down the steps of a little white church, the same in which they'd been married not very long ago. The young couple had a pleasant sense of well-being as they mingled with their friends and neighbors. They drifted toward the square where Bill had parked the car. As they passed the neat houses, there was a fragrance of roasting meats and freshly baked pies ready for Sunday dinner. Children played quietly on the lawns, trying to remember Mother's warning to be careful of their Sunday go-to-meeting clothes. As the newlyweds started to pass the Brown Palace Hotel, Peggy asked Bill to stop for a minute. She wanted to see her friend, Lily Devon. Her husband agreed to wait, and Peggy hurried upstairs to Lily's room. Now the lovely blonde opens her door and smiles happily at her visitor. Peggy, come on in, sugar. I looked for you in church, but when you weren't there, I persuaded Bill to stop by for a minute. I guess I ought to be ashamed of myself. Of course, I'm not too regular as a churchgoer anyway, but to tell you the truth, I overslept, or I really would have gone this morning. <laughs> I think you'll be forgiven, Lily. I know Saturday nights at the club do keep you up awfully late. Oh, last night was especially busy, too. Sit down, Peggy. I will, but just for a minute. Bill's downstairs in the lobby, so I can't stay very long. Oh, I'm glad you came up just the same. I was trying to figure out what to do with myself for the rest of the day. <laughs> can't seem to make up my mind. Then maybe my idea will appeal to you. Why don't you come out and spend the afternoon with us? That's what I came by to ask you. Oh. Well, gosh, that's sweet of you, Peggy, but... Well, the trouble is I have a tentative date. <laughs> Thanks, just the same. Lily, that's a big fib. No, it isn't really, Peggy. I... It is so. You just said you hadn't decided what to do with yourself. Well, yeah, I know, but uh, I meant I couldn't decide whether to keep my date or stay home and catch up on a little odds and ends. Please come, Lily. You haven't been out to see us for ages. We'll be thinking you don't like us anymore. <laughs> now, that's crazy. Well? Look, Peggy, I know what you're up to. What I'm up to? You have a definite reason for asking me out today. Now, haven't you? You think I have a, an ulterior motive when I ask my best friend to visit me? Yes, I do. <laughs> Darling, don't try to kid me. Your face is a dead giveaway. <laughs> I'm a terrible actress, aren't I? <laughs> you certainly are. Oh, Peggy, please don't think I don't appreciate all the things you said the other day. The fact that you're pulling for me so far as Randy goes, but... Honestly, you're wasting your time. I don't think so at all. No, really. It won't do any good you're trying to throw Randy and me together. It might. You won't even give the thing a chance. <sighs> I've given it plenty of chances. I tell you, the guy doesn't see me for dust. Oh, Lily, that's not so at all. To begin with, Randy's very fond of you. He's fond of me like a brother or something. That's a great help. Lots of times, two people start out on just a friendly basis, and then, well, things change. I'm afraid this isn't that sort of a deal. No, Randy just thinks I'm a nice gal. The kind you feel comfortable with, and like an old shoe or something. <laughs> In fact, I remember when I first met him, he told me I was the ideal girl to take on a camping trip. What's wrong with that? Well, Nothing. Except that it's hardly the sentimental approach. He obviously doesn't think of me in terms of moonlight and soft music. Has he said he liked me because I uh, wouldn't kick sand in the campfire? <laughs> oh, Lily. Why are you so all-fired certain that anything between you and Randy is an impossibility? Look, sugar, Bill's probably pacing up and down wearing a path on the lobby carpet. You better run along. 
I'll see you for lunch tomorrow. No, wait a minute, Lily. Look, I'm not just indulging in romantic notions. It seems to me you've never given yourself a chance with Randy. Or given him much of a chance either. Listen, baby. A long time ago, I decided if a man's going to fall in love with you, he does, that's all. If he isn't, you might as well admit it to yourself and forget about him. Lily, you haven't been seeing Randy for quite a while. Has the forgetting been much of a success? Well, you got me there. But I'm working at it. Oh, really, you make me so mad. It's not like you to be such a defeatist. Well, that's me. I've stuck my neck out for the last time. Call it defeatism if you want to, Peggy. By me, it's simply a matter of self-protection. I wouldn't blame you, Lily, if I honestly believed it was as useless as you seem to think. But I don't, and I never will. Look, I'll make you promise. If you'll give the thing one more chance, so you can at least know definitely, once and for all, then I'll never say another word. Hmm. That's certainly a fair offer. You bet it is. You've completely ignored one very important element, though. The most important. What? Kit Calvert. I haven't mentioned Kit because I honestly don't consider her a real threat. I did once. But not now, even if Randy does feel sorry for her and all that. Kit's away now, and it seems to me that this is a wonderful opportunity to counteract her effect on him, if she really has one. Oh, I don't think there's any question of that. Well, Randy's no different than lots of men. He may have been influenced by Kit while he was seeing her all the time, worried about her illness and so forth. But she came through the trial all right, and now that she's away in prison... You mean out of sight, out of mind? Well, yeah. Oh, Peggy, I... I wish I dared believe you were right. Please, Lily. Please, give yourself another chance. <laughs> Darn you. I had a feeling I was sunk when you first started talking. You mean you will? Okay, Peggy. Though well, I have an awful feeling I'm going to regret this. You won't, Lily. I can promise because I know Randy. And I know what I'm talking about. You won't regret it. Against her better judgment, Lily found herself beginning to hope. Perhaps Peggy was right. She tried to tell herself that she didn't have much to lose and knew that this was wrong. Knew, too, that she'd go out there today anyway. She did so want to see Randy. And at the Lane Farm at that same moment, the young man Lily can't help loving has just returned from church with Aunt Mary. Mother and son come into the living room. My, that was a beautiful sermon today, wasn't it, Randy? I got so much from it. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I like the way you kept it simple and uh, straight to the point. I don't go for too much flowery language, particularly in church. I think the beauty of a sermon lies in its very simplicity. The truth of religion is a pure and simple fact. And I always feel that the language used to express it should have that same quality. Yeah. Well, I'll take off my things. Hmm. Ah, I like your chapeau, Mrs. Lane. Is it new? Oh, goodness, no. It's last year's straw redecorated. <laughs> What are those things on top? Forget-me-nots. Uh-huh. Ah, they do nice things to your eyes. Why, thank you, son. Blue's always been a favorite color of mine. Uh, say, speaking of uh, blue flowers, uh, reminds me of delphiniums, which uh, reminds me of our friend Larkin. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be around. <laughs> Lefty's probably up in his room. Still? Mm. <laughs> Ye gods, Mom, he's been locked up there since early this morning. I know, Randy. Remember, this is the last day he has to work on his entry for the flower and plant show. Oh, yeah, say, that's right. Now, it starts tomorrow, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. 
And you know what a big day that is in Lefty's life. Well, frankly, I'm darn glad the thing opens tomorrow. Another couple of weeks like the last one to be too much for me. Lefty going around with this furtive, mysterious look. <laughs> and he looks so darn pleased about something. For the life of me, I, I can't help but be curious. You know in due time. Oh, come on, Mom, let me in on it. I won't tell anyone. Randy, you know very well I wouldn't give Lefty's secret away for anything. You'll have to possess your soul in patience one more day. <laughs> Lady, the rock of Gibraltar is nothing on you. <laughs> oh, goodness, it's 1.30. I've got to be putting the roast in for dinner. Uh, by the way, Mom, uh, would you mind awfully if I uh, disappeared for the rest of the afternoon? Why, no, dear. Where are you off to? Well, uh, you see, it's, it's visiting day at the prison. Oh. Yeah, I, uh, I promised Kit I'd drive over to see her. Well, I think that's a good idea, Randy. But don't you have to apply for permission? Oh, I've got it all arranged. Uh, I'll be back around six, I should think. Well, run along then. I'm sure it will do Kit a lot of good to see you. I'm very anxious to see her, Mom. Are you, Randy? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Randy's cousin Peggy would have been distressed by the young man's statement to his mother and also by the plans he'd made for the afternoon. She'd talked Lily Devon into spending the day at the Lane Farm, but now it seems that Peggy's opening shot in her matchmaking campaign is to be a failure. But I wonder if Bill's clever and determined young wife won't find some way to have the afternoon go as she's intended. <laughs> 